Hello and welcome to the EFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Jamie. My name is Angus. And my name is Dan. And it's good to be back. Um, hope everybody's doing well. How are you two going? Yeah, good. Um, I finally sort of kicked COVID, um, which obviously meant that I couldn't record a couple of things. So, uh, yeah, glad to be back now and sort of back to full health and everything. So that's the main thing for me. Good stuff. You, Dan? Very mixed uh, weekend. Gaffer, not bad. Dooten, unfortunately, I have to talk about it. Um but a nice little cheeky winner on on a bet. So um, yeah, we will definitely get into that bet that bet a bit later on when we get towards um games. Um, I, I just realised I asked you how are you going instead of how are you doing. It's been that long since I've been on the podcast. I forgot how to do it. <laughs> so yeah, um, let's get straight into it. Gaffer wise, how have you got on this week, Angus? Um, it's not too bad. Um, I'm on the triple-triple. I've got 85 so far, um, which is good for a nine-place green arrow up to 36th. Um, played it on Victor, Brownhill and Barlasser. So obviously Brownhill and Barlasser both got a goal. Uh, Victor's done nothing yet. Um, I've also got Wilson on six, Pal on four, Teller on seven, Saar on nine. Uh, Sergeant Chair Bree and Brammel doing nothing for me. Um, and, and I have uh, <coughs> Reese and Kamara on the bench. So uh, could have been better, but at the moment, you know, I certainly can't complain at that uh, with the rise as well. So, uh, and plenty to go in midweek. Good stuff. You done? So I was on a triple triple. I got a hundred and one minus four. Um, my three players on the triple triple were Pookie for forty five, Brownhill for twenty seven, and Victor for six. Um, other scorers: Wilson six, Giles four, Aaron's three, Chair two, and Barlasser seven. Um, so, yeah, Pookie and Brownhill massively holding up the team. Obviously, um, a few few players playing in midweek, so hopefully improve my score. I've gone up about 140 places to 150th in the world, so maybe getting the top 100 would be good. You've got to be happy with that, haven't you? Yep. What about what you, Jamie? Well, just before we go on to mine, obviously... We didn't record last week when the new boosts like reset and stuff. But where were you ranked um, after the first fifteen weeks? Um, let me just check. Uh, after f- about two hundred and fortieth, so I dropped, and then. So what would you been? What would been your target for when the boosts reset for the last phase in thirty? Would you say would you been happy to be in the top hundred then, or a bit higher? Probably top hundred. It's it's hard because I was so low last year. I'm I'm coming at it from a completely different um, point of view. I'd like to be top hundred though. Um, I know you guys know my views on the boost with so many doubles. It's it takes away a bit of the skill of the game for me. But um, yeah, I'll hopefully get top hundred anyway. Well, you knew there anyway, so hopefully. 
you should get that. Uh, me, on the other hand, my season is just misery. That's all I can say. It's just, just wants it to end already. After the 15th week, I was ranked 495th, and then I dropped to 574th. I've now gone up to 357th um, by playing Jeepers Keepers. I'm on 98 minus 4. Johansson with 30. And my phone is let me scroll. Wilson on 16. Um, other than that, Kamara, 12. Giles and Pickering with four each. Saw, nine. Brownhill, vice-captain, 13. Um, Captain Blank with Victor so far, four. And then NDI, Campbell, Brereton, Diaz and Baker doing absolutely nothing for me. Sam Fields on my bench again. Um, not third for the first time this season. He is second sub, but I won't be getting him. Um, so I've got to be happy with that score, really, considering I've got the midweek games to go with the goalkeepers and a few other players. Um, my target was always, because I was around 500, was to just try and get in the top 100 for the last set of boosts. And then just, I'm, I know I'm not going to win the game now, which kind of makes the game rubbish for me. Cause, you know, everyone wants to win the game. But just try finish as high as possible. Um and try and win that cash league, which I don't think I'm going to do with some of the people that are in there, which I will give updates. I know I haven't given one update on that cash league yet, but that is because I accidentally put the code on Twitter instead of the non-league code. So a few cheeky little buggers have entered that league, so I need to get them kicked out because they haven't paid. Um, once I've done that, I will start giving updates out. Um, and I don't want to praise Andy Teach Mode either because he's top of that. So, the pod team, Angus, how have we gone on in the pod team? It is hilariously bad. <laughs> oh, is it that bad? I actually haven't seen it, you know. So, I think after the first 15, we were 181st. Um, partway through game week 17, we're 408th. Oh, wow. We played triple-triple. And we are on 43 minus four. <laughs> How have we done this? We played the we've, triple we've got... on Victor, Jay Rodriguez and Sargent, who on the triple triple are on six, six and three. Wow. <laughs> um, we have Isaiah Jones on 10, Ishmael Asar on nine, Ryan Giles on four. We have Johansson on three. We have Njai on one, Chair on two, Bree on zero, and Fernandez on minus one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got laughed at that, haven't you? <laughs> so um, the funniest part is we've got Clark six on our bench and Field ten on our bench. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, we've got. We need a few th- miracles midweek. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just anything from those strikers at this point. <laughs> wow. Combined for 15 points on the triple triple is just amazing. Yeah, that is terrible. Um, it's bad when I'm above the pod team now, <laughs> overall. <laughs> so you know it's bad. Wow, that's a big drop as well. That is, we do need some points in that. Um, yeah, because we don't want the guys and. Gaffer Pod to win all the community team. So <laughs> hopefully our captains pull the fingers out in midweek. Shall we get into some games? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. 
we should have gone through the pod team first because it's like we ended on the right misery there, <laughs> didn't we? That was really bad. Uh, but we'll get into the games then. So we'll go through the running order of the games as we normally do. And after that, we will go through any questions from Twitter. So I'm coming to you, Dan, first. On the first game, Sheffield United 2, Norwich 2. Obviously, Puka getting a brace, which is good for the people like yourselves who had him on triple-triple. What are your thoughts from this game for Gaffer? Yeah, so um, line-up news uh, for Sheffield United. McBurney and NDI were benched uh, for Norwich. Giannoulis was finally back at left-back. He came on against Luton in midweek. Uh, started Hayden, started... And so did Sergeant. After going off injured, there was a bit of doubt, but it was it was only a knock. And as you, as you mentioned, the main news was Pookie scoring a uh, double, um, also missing a, a pen late on. Um, but the massive swing of if you had Sergeant on triple triple compared to Pookie, absolutely huge. Um, I think Joel had that, didn't he? Or he tweeted know. something about it. I saw him tweet something about yes. it on Saturday. It's crazy that we'll mention about the Burnley one of Brownhill and Rodriguez as well. It's just massive 50 50 swings. Um, as I said, I was surprised when Sheffield United didn't start, especially NDI. I know McBurney is going through a hernia, um, as Angus said before the pod started. Um, apparently, he's having that during the World Cup break. Um, but yeah, McBurney came on and so did NDI and they changed the game and they pulled it back to 2-2. Two, two. Um, and then I suppose the most important thing we've got to talk about is for Sheffield United in game week 20. Um, my plan is to play follow the leader. I don't know. I think you're two both playing follow the leader as well. Yeah. I've, I've currently got three Sheffield United, so I'm going to have to play. It makes sense for me to play them. So I've got Ahmed uh, Hodic, uh, NDI and McBurney. So they're three of my players and I'm playing them. Any of you thinking of Sheffield United or? I had two. So I was set on that, but Norris and Davis got injured. So I'm just left with NDI. I'm now undecided because I can move there. But whilst while we're at this point, just for the listeners, because uh, obviously we haven't partied around this new set of boots, um, we are going to reference Game Week 20 a lot because obviously it's the big double and I'd like to say the majority of players will be playing Follow the Leader Boost. Would you agree? Yeah, I think Follow Leader or Triple Triple, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'd imagine most are going to play Follow the Leader if they are. Um, if you haven't seen that boost yet, um, what is the easiest way of describing Angus, you're better at this than me. Uh, you know I'm going to muck that up. Like how you thrown to me with no warning, and I'm just sort of like, ah. <laughs> um, so for your captain, it's 2.5 times uh, the captain, and everyone from his team is doubled as well. The vice captain, they score two times, and it's 1.5 times everyone from their team. And then the emergency captain and the players from their team score 1.5 times. That's it. So basically, you need three teams, don't you? Yeah. And three players from each team, just so the other two players follow your captain, if that makes sense. So everyone's now kind of prepping and planning towards game with 20 of getting nine players free from three different teams. 
So um, that's what Dan's on about here. So Dan, you can answer. Sheffield United is definitely going to be one of yours, do you think? Yeah, well, like I said, I've already got three of them. It makes sense to just go with it. Um, I suppose that because there's so many teams doubling it, it will make it interesting because people will go for different teams depending on how the team's set up. I know all our teams are set up differently. Um, so, yeah, I've got, like I mentioned, NDI, McBurney and Hamich. Do you think they're the three best players from Sheffield United? They'd be the three I'd go to. If I'm going to go Sheffield United, I'd be bringing in McBurney. And I'm quite impressed you pronounce the name, Dan. I'm not going to try it. Um, the Bosnian centre-back. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd go there. What about you, Angus? Well, I'm not going with them, but those are the three that okay. I would go with. And have you got any at the moment? No. Ah, so right, you're in a good position there then. So that's a hundred percent. You're not going going from then. No, no, no. Yeah. I think it's very interesting because it changes every week. I thought when I first saw this boost, everyone would probably go towards the same three teams, but because of the inconsistency now. You know, you see, well, I know we'll get on to Watford and Luton later, but you're thinking Luton might be a good dead cert for that. Watford, probably not with the form, but you know they can turn up and beat anybody 4-0 in this league on that day. So it's kind of, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where people go, but I'd agree with you on Sheffield United. In terms of Norwich assets, um, they obviously haven't got the double and 20. They've got Stoke, QPR, and then rather them away in the next three, like going into 18, 19, and 20. Would you start moving them out now, prepping? I think, I think you have to, especially because they're so expensive, especially Pookie. Just frees up funds, and um, you, you're going to need nine players on follower leaders, so Pookie is probably going to be, well, he will definitely be moving in the next couple of weeks. Okay, anything else to add on this game or anything on either sides? Um, I guess the interesting detail we should talk about is the penalty itself, in that, at least according yeah. to the sort of Sky Sports report, Josh Sargent was going to take it, and then Pookie took it off him. Um, I don't know whether Pookie is supposed to be the taker or whether that was because he was on a hat-trick. Um but that may well be something to watch out for, particularly given that Pookie missed the penalty. Um, so if you're not moving one of them on, or if you're waiting, um, that might be something to bear <coughs> in mind. Yeah, definitely. It, it's hard to tell. I think, you know, you want to say he had it because he was on a hat-trick, but it's Timo Pookie. Yeah. So we actually don't know, do we? No. It and and neither of them had taken one this season on either, so... So it's so we can't know whether who should have been. Anything else before we move on to the next game? No, not for me. No. No. Okay then, Angus, I'll come to you then for Sunderland two, Burnley four. Burnley actually coming back from being behind rather than throwing a lead away. What are your thoughts from this game? Uh yeah, I thought it was interesting. There were a few sort of interesting lineup notes. Um Ahmad Diallo started for um, Sunderland. 
and for Burnley, uh, there was the uh, Vitinho starting again, Matson not in the squad, and Jay Rodriguez on the bench, which obviously burned a few. <laughs> it was also um, that, was a, that was a shock. There's also uh, Josh Brownhill playing deeper as a result of the the selection changes. Um, but I think I think the main things were sort of Rodriguez being on the bench, uh, and people were sort of up in the air about whether Matson would be back for this one. Company was non-committal, but him not even being in the squad will be a little bit of a concern for owners heading into midweek. Um, but obviously, like you say, they, they went behind uh, to two goals, one from uh, Ahmad and one from Dan Neal. Um, and then the second half, it, it, they just completely turned things around. Um, Manuel Benson came on at halftime and made a big difference. Um, he came on for Ashley Barnes and uh, it seemed to have an immediate difference. They put Nathan Teller up front. Um, and it made a massive difference to them. Uh, Teller got the first goal. Benson scored a cross. <laughs> and then uh, Zaruri and Brownhill scored. And I think um, for those who were on the Burnley assets, obviously the likes of um, Teller and Brownhill both returning, um, it's good for people. Um, the half clean sheet, I guess, if you had Vitinho or Roberts, Harwood Bellis, a half clean sheet and an assist in this game. Um, so I think in general, outside of Jay Rodriguez and Ian Matson, who we've mentioned, in terms of the, the assets with ownership, owners are probably coming away from that game pretty happy, really, because they've all got some form of return. Yeah, I think the Jay Rodriguez benching would be quite annoying if you were on him, especially if you were on like a triple-triple. Um, the Matson Vitinho thing, I kind of got annoyed with that quite a while ago. I don't feel like you can call it. What it was Matson injured for this one, or yeah, he d- he didn't even make it back into the squad um, after missing out in midweek through injury. But when he's fit, as well. you you haven't got a clue, have you? Because when you think you know who's favoured, the other one will play. And then we've even seen Connor Roberts. Um, get dropped for one game as well, haven't we? So that's quite annoying. Um, what is quite interesting regarding Burnley is they haven't got the double and 20, so you won't be looking for them or follow the leader. But if you're on them assets now, they do have Reading and Rotherham in the next two, which are pretty good fixtures. Uh, so what would be your advice on people who own Burnley assets? Um, It's tough because it depends how you're getting to your follow the leader, most likely in 20, because obviously the fact they don't double, um, it depends whether you need those slots. Uh, For example, for me, I'm probably going to be able to hold one of the Burnley guys through in terms of the way I'm looking to set up. So it may well be that I just look to leave Josh Brownhill there um, because I'm only on two of them. I'm on Brownhill and Teller, and I'll probably look to move Teller on for my follow the leader I think if you're on Rodriguez and probably one of the defenders you'll probably be looking to move them on um, by 20 Would would they be ones that it's a bit difficult with Rodriguez because of his price and maybe even Matson because they would class as premiums 
Um, you might need the funds to move them earlier, but you try to delay it as much as possible with them two fixtures, wouldn't you? Like yeah, leave them to so. the end. I'm going to keep Brown out, and I'm probably going to end up keeping him in my team for 20 and just bench him just because of his value. I think he's a really good price. I can afford for him to just sit on my bench for a week, and he keeps ticking over nicely. So I think that's what I'll be doing there. Um, Sunderland, anything to add on Sunderland? Um, I imagine Sims and Stewart are going to be back fairly soon. Uh, Sims, I think, is due to tra- start training this week. Stuart might be slightly longer, but Sims should at least be back soon. That'll be interesting when they come in. They obviously haven't got a double in 20 either, so I don't think we need to focus too much time on Sundown, do we? No. No. But this is the game I've been looking forward to. Watford 4... Luton Town nil. Dan, talk us through this, please. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Convenient you weren't on the pod when it was 4 0 to uh, Watford against. Uh, I, I'm not daft enough to come on the pod after we get drummed 4 0 by Watford. <laughs> At least we're still above them. Um, yeah, so Watford, a lot of their key players came back in. Pedro started, Kaf got up, uh, Kbembe started because loser. Uh, got a serious injury. Uh, for Luton, uh, the main news was Lansbury and Potts missed out through injury. Freeman and Doughty started. Doughty played left wing back, so Bell played left of the back three. Um, that's basically it. Um, that's it, really. <laughs> no, that, that is seriously. Uh, it was a fair result. Just Luton were poor from the start. Um, just conceded at the wrong time of the game. So we conceded early to a good finish from Keenan Davis, who just completely uh, destroyed us pretty much the whole game. Um, we then got back into the game and it was, pre- it was pretty even for the rest of the first half. We, we both had chances, um, but they can, they scored on half time and then it we're 2-0 at half time. And we're not getting back from that. And then we gave him the third and the fourth goal. And then Osho got sent off stupidly. So that's basically it. Um, but we've played bad twice this season and lost fair to Bristol City and Watford. Apart from that, we've lost two in 12. So um, I don't think it's anything to panic if you're on a Bree or a Morris or anything like that. And obviously, we're all, we're all here to talk about Watford and the assets in 20 because we've seen them not turn up for games, but when they do win, they win comfortably. So the, they've got massive upsides. So um, I currently don't have any Watfords, um, but within the next week, I've got to decide if I'm if I'm going for Watford as one of my teams. And if so, I've got to start bringing them in. Because yeah, I feel like with Watford, obviously, I can't stand them for fantasy football. Like they really, I jumped on them for away days, what, what, maybe game week 10, 11, I think it was, or something like that, and all they've done is let me down. Um, I'm on Kamara and Saar at the moment. I did have um, Joe Pedro, then sold when he got injured. But they're incredibly frustrating, and I know I can, well, I can't guarantee it, but they're going to let everybody down in game week 20 because we've got everyone was such high hopes for them. 
and then they just won't show up. Or it'll go the other way, and then they'll just absolutely haul for you. Like today, I've got Kamara and Saar, so I've had a good day from it. But over the last few weeks, they've let me down. So it's quite frustrating. How many are you on, Angus? Uh, I'm on two. As in Saar and Kamara? Yeah, I mean, obviously I benched Kamara this week, which is inconvenient, but those are the two I'm on. So are Watford in your plans for 20? Yeah. With you already being on two, yeah. I think you're kind of, in a way, forced to go there. Um, a lot of people just because how explosive they can be. I'm on zero and I'm thinking about it. Okay, so uh, it's easy for me and Angus because we're on the same yeah. two. Um, I'll ask Angus first, who would, who is likely to be your third asset, Angus? Would it be Joel Pedro or Davis? Um, obviously, Davis went off with an injury today, so it depends what the situation is with that. I was sort of between um, Sema, Pedro or Davis. Particularly if Davis is out, I'll probably go to, to Joao Pedro. And would they be the three that you'd be going for, Dan? Kamara, Saar and one of them? or Definitely Kamara and Saar. Um, the third one is interesting. From what the game I saw today, I'd pick Davis, but he did go off with a look like a muscle injury. Um, you'd have to think Jao Pedro definitely plays, though, and, and probably Semmer. It's just, do they move... Shall Pedro up front and play a Sprilla behind, or do they play Bayo up front and play Jal Pedro in the ten? I'm not sure what he'll do. I think I'll be going Jal Pedro, but William, we we mentioned it briefly on Spaces on Thursday. It was obviously before this game. I think I'm going to wait until game week twenty before I bring in the third. Yeah, asset, so like, I think just to be safe, yeah. just he's playing. Um, for me, I'm going to try and. Uh, and bring probably Saar and Kamara over the next two. And like you said, the third one will be either probably Davis or Pedro. Okay. And obviously we spoke about Watford there, but I know Wilson have been, you know, took a beating today, but they have been good and they do have a double in 20. They've got Sunderland at home and Reading away in the next two. And then their double is Blackpool and Stoke away. Um, First day you were keen on Luton. You know, they've been solid yeah. for us in Gaffer this season. If you are going to have Luton as one of your teams, who would you be looking at, Dan? I'm going to ask you, because obviously you're the Luton fan. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Bree. Um, I'd probably lean Morris, but he's got this fourth yellow card looming over him. I'm not... Um, oh, he's on... Yeah, well, the... the um. The reset, though, is pretty soon, I think. Um, we're not entirely sure of the game week. Would it not be halfway? I, I don't actually know when it is, but I'd just imagine it would be 23 weeks. I thought I it was a bit early. I'm just I'm just well, the card um, reset? Yeah. yeah. That's after their 19th game. So if he gets booked in 90, he's suspended for 19, one of the games. Game week 19 will be everyone's 18th game. So, uh, oh. so it, it could happen. It could That's even annoying, happen yeah. in the middle of 20 if he doesn't get booked before then. 
right and, and okay. the, th- the thing with morris is a lot of his is for like talking yeah he gets frustrated so he, he could just lose it and he'll just get booked but i thought he was going to get it numerous times today um those would be the two, and then I know Angus, you've got pots because uh, you were thinking maybe budget buster on your overhaul. I think that's probably a decent option. We have looked apart from today, we've looked pretty decent at the back. Um, he should be nailed. Like I said, he was out through illness. Uh, um, the other one is maybe Adebayo, but you've still got Cornick, Cornick and Jerome loitering around. Maybe you could go Campbell, who will play, but it's just I'm just not sure if they're the best options. Like I think you can get two, and it's like who do you go for the third? So have you just got Bree at the moment, or have you got Morris as well? I've only got Bree, and I think the majority of the listeners are probably going to be on Bree, um, yeah. possibly and Morris. But if they're just on one, so what would be your advice to them? I probably wouldn't go Lewin now. I think there's too many question marks. Morris, for example, you don't want to bring Morris in to then have to take him out. You could maybe go Adebayo. I don't don't know. I think there's too many question marks. And I think if you don't go them, obviously you can still have Bree in your team for a double. So you still get the normal, wouldn't you? So it's it's not like you've got to sell Bree now. You could keep him in as like your 10 for 11 player. Um, Angus, any thoughts on Watford or Luton? That um, hasn't covered. The other thing to mention, I guess, with Watford's double, they seem to be significantly better at home. Um, both games in their game week 20 double are at home. Are either game on Sky? That's important as well. I don't know. Apparently, they, they only show up well on, on Sky. Sky, don't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we both know, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, right, okay, then we'll move on to the next game then. I'll come to you, Angus. Um, Rotherham 2, hold 4, your thoughts on these two sides? Um, so I guess the main story to talk about from this one um, is Victor Johansson on Jeepers Keepers. Um, so after his uh, haul of saves against uh, Stoke in midweek, Thank you to Liam Delap in particular for repeatedly kicking the ball at Victor Johansson. Um, uh, he's got, I think it's 30 points for those on Jeepers Keepers in this one game, despite the fact they conceded yeah, four. So uh, <laughs> that sort of says it all, really. Um, <clears throat> the other sort of, I guess, happy people from this game are the people, particularly on Triple Triple, but just generally, uh, with Barlasser in their team. He's obviously netted a goal. Um, although the happiest people when it comes to Rotherham might be some of the people getting their bench points in because they've still got Ogbené. <laughs> yes, I've seen that today. Um, seen Corf, a Jerry Yates yeah. coming in. Corf yeah, he's got Jerry Yates coming in. That's that's disgusting. That's disgusting. That is disgusting, <laughs> Angus. Yeah, that is horrible. Oh, I'd love it if that was me. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think I think Rotherham have been have been struggling a little bit um, in terms of allowing chances, and it just came to a head in this game in a way that Stoke couldn't put their chances away in midweek. Hull put a bunch of them away in this game, um, and the concern for Rotherham would be 
Victor Janssen has been good this season, but he's had to be. Yeah. I th- I thought they were very poor. We um, we have a, a thing at work where we all choose one team to put an accumulator, so we all pay a pound a week and we end up putting a fiver on. And I chose Hull this week, not because I think Hull are a good side. It's just after watching Rotherham. I know they beat us in midweek, so it sounds stupid of me to say, but they were terrible. They were really, really bad. Um, so, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, again, Rotherham in the league, they seem to get a lot of doubles, don't they, when they play in the Championship? They've obviously had this double in 17. They are doubling again in 20, so they were popular for... I thought they were only going to be popular for people like myself who were playing Jeepers Keepers. Um, but like yourself, um, you've had one. Ogbonny would have been popular if he was fit on the triple-triple. What are your thoughts on the Rotherham assets going into 20? I imagine you know, you're not going to be using them for follow the leader with Norwich and Sheffield United as the double. But they do have a double, so would you sell them assets or would you keep them in? Um, I mean, depending on what I need, whether I need the slots, um, a lot of them are at the price where I can just like leave them on the bench. They can be my bench sort of thing. Um, they're not necessarily a sort of massive priority for me to get rid unless I need the slots they're occupying. So they may well end up sort of forming my bench in 20. Yeah, I'm, Dan, are you the same there? Yeah, um, I'd probably just get rid. I, I actually think Rotherham are going to go down now. Um, they've played too many games at home and five of the next six are away. Um, so I'm starting to get worried about Rotherham. Um, I, I would say with Hull, I, I was a bit more impressed. They've um, They've sort of changed their team the last few games and they've they've brought more of a core that were were playing last year uh, back into the team um, in uh, Greg Doggett um, and then they've brought Longman's up front Um, they've sort of just got rid of a a couple of their superstars and started playing some of the, um, the players who were there last year and Seems to be working. They're not getting played through as much. But both are now a massive avoid. Um, obviously, we'll get into whether we think Jeepers Keepers or or Triple Triple will work out this week or long term. Because Rotherham, he could get another 30 points in the next game, to be honest. Yeah, they're away at Cardiff. Um, sorry, Country, I'm, I'm, skip, yeah, I'm skipping them. I'm skipping the game. I'm going straight to uh, game week 18 there. Um, so, speak about Rotherham. Angus Hall, they do have a double in 20. Um, they've got Millwall away and Cardiff away in that. They've got Blackburn and Middlesbrough both at home in the next two game weeks. Any Hall players on your radar? No. That's just, I knew you'd be <laughs> straight and blunt. Absolutely no. I thought I'd ask the question, so I'd... I don't um, anger any Hull fans that may listen. Um, but, yeah, I think it's pretty simple. And so we're not going to target them for follow the leader. Um, before we get on to the next game, um, we're going to take a break. Um, the reason for that break is we still haven't paid for 
the pro version of Google Meet. So it's kicking us off an eight minutes. So you won't even know about this, though, because we'll just cut it. So we'll see you very soon. And we're back. Right. I didn't need to say that because you had to sell anyway. Right. The next game is then Blackburn 4, Preston 2. Uh, I'm only laughing because um, we're trying to figure what well, I'm trying to figure out how we do this editing when it's pretty simple. So please ignore me, listeners. Um, Dan, Blackpool 4, Preston 2. Your thoughts yeah. on this Lancashire derby? Uh, so Marv came back in after suspension. CJ Hamilton was uh, in the front three. Uh, main news for Preston, Brady uh, was on the bench again. That's two games in a row, so it's looking like a sell. The only thing to talk about here is Jerry Yates, isn't it? He's he got six the goals in, in four games or three or yeah. four games, so... Someone I've never even thought about, really. Um, but you have to start when he, you, he's on that sort of form. Whether it's going to be someone someone like Stu Panan at the start of the season, um, I probably won't go there. But I know a few people have and they're getting rewarded for it. Do you think it's too late for people to go on now? Because they do double in 20. You're not going to use him and follow the leader, obviously. But they've got Coventry and West Brom away in the next two, and then they've got Luton and Middlesbrough at home in that double. It's not really attractive, is it, if you're going to bring him in now? No, I wouldn't be bringing him in. Especially if as... I got him there, I'd keep him. I'd probably keep him, because you could just bench him, can't you? Unless you need but... that. You probably need that spot, don't you, to be fair? You'll need him. You'll need that spot for follow the leader or triple triple probably. I I just think we've missed the points now. Yeah, I could have done with some points, so I probably <laughs> should have gone on there a few weeks ago. Um, but we've mentioned Blackpool's fixtures there. It's probably the same. If you're not going to bring Yates and you're not going to bring anybody in, are you? No, I don't think so. No, okay. This is this might be short and sweet actually because Preston they don't double in twenty. Now you just mentioned it's probably sell time for That's Brady. It's probably the perfect opportunity now, isn't it, to set up yeah. for follow the leader? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because I I've still got him, um, but yes, I, I, know. I was planning on selling anyway, so. Um, I actually benched him this week, so he will go. I just didn't want to take another hit. Um, Angus, have you got any additional thoughts for this in any of these two teams? Um, I have Reese. He's another one to, to shift now. Pretty straightforward. I can't imagine the Blackpool fans will be too happy with it. You know, it's probably their biggest game of the season. They've had a great result, so congratulations to all yeah. the Blackpool fans. Jerry Yates is um, great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Gaffer Wise, there's nothing to talk about there with the upcoming double. Coming. No, okay, then. So, Angus, I'll come to you then. And it is QPR 2, Wigan 1. Your thoughts on these two sides? Yes, obviously, uh, QPR. Um... I think they were unchanged um but 
yeah, they're just, they're just sort of going along very nicely at the moment. Top of the league. Managers stayed with them. Uh, they've got another win here. Um, one of the rare games where Chair has blanked. He hasn't even gotten in the bonus. Um, the one conceded goal was Which a little bit rare. annoying, but they've they've got another win on the board and. You know, people who've got field who've bizarrely played him or getting him off the bench. <laughs> you know, credit to you. Scumbags. His his first goal in I think they said twenty months. Um only I think the second goal of his career or something. So uh yeah. Oh, congrats. Wow. <laughs> it was a nice ten pointer as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's sitting nicely second on my bench. <laughs> It's quite annoying. Um, but QPR, though, obviously, it's a good win for them. The top of the week, like you say, they're doubling in 20, yeah. so their upcoming fixtures are Birmingham away, Norwich away, and then they're doubling West Brom and Huddersfield at home. Um, they've got beat in contention for follow the leader, surely? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And for those who didn't make the spaces on Thursday, we did briefly discuss the options that we could consider. Who would you be looking at considering, Angus, if you were going to go uh, for QPR? Um, the chair, I think, is the is the obvious one. Like, you know, there's no point yeah. in playing it on QPR if you don't have chair. Um, and then I think you're you're probably picking two of Laird, Pal, and Dykes. Yeah, I completely agree. Dan, do you agree, or is there anyone else on your radar? I don't know. Maybe Hanson, but. It's, I'm not sure he plays the double. He's on the set pieces, which I think a lot of people think chair is, but Hansen's on the corners. See, I'm not. I don't think I'm going QPR. I did want to at some point, but I haven't got chair, so it just means bringing in three. So when I've already got two Watford and stuff like that, it's not really ideal for me. So I'm going to avoid it. Um, are you two? Are you considering them at least? Yeah, I'm considering. Yeah, you are. And are you both on just chair at the moment? Then I I'm bought Powell this week, so I'm on the double now. Ah, so you you're near enough set to go. Yeah, you're nearly there, aren't you? Okay, that's interesting. Um, Wigan, on the other hand, they do have a double in twenty. They've got Watford and Stoke at home in the next two. Stoke. Oh, of course they have. Um, I was wondering then. <laughs> I'm actually going as well. I've got my ticket for that. Um, it's a some midweek game. <laughs> They've got Swansea and Coventry away in the double. Um, I've recently just come off um, Keane. I've had him for quite a while, to be fair, and he's ticks over pretty nicely. Um, but they're not in great form, are they, Wigan? Let's be honest. So, are we going to just avoid them? I think so. I mean, if you just... if you can work, you follow the leader, and you don't need to replace Keane. He's not the worst player to have in a double, but I I wouldn't be sort of planning around holding him either. Yeah, and if you haven't got you, you're definitely not going to bring him in, are you? No, no, no. It's nice and quick. Then we'll move away from Wigan, and we'll go to the next game. Then Dan, I'll come to you. Millwall two, West Brom. One, um, I was quite surprised when I saw when I saw this scoreline actually. So I'll let you talk about it. So um, 
Malone's back in favour. He played left back. Uh, Murray Wallace is injured. Um, Saville and Bennett were out of the side for Styles and Shackleton. Uh, West Brom made loads of changes, four or five. They're just trying to find the right setup until a, the new manager comes in. Um, that's now four wins in a row for Millwall. Um, they don't double, though, which is... I think they double in 21 in that weird game with Sunderland. So I think we will end up on them just because they're the only team that double in 21. But it, it's, it'll probably be after the uh, 20. And West Brom are just a massive wait and see until they get a manager in. Yeah, I just don't see how you could go anywhere near West Brom, really. Um, I know some people out there still probably maybe got like a Jed Wallace or a Swift, which, you know, you've got a return um, there. Um, oh, actually, it was a, did it go down as their own goal? I think it went uh, down as It went down as so it's an assist yeah. and a goal there then from them too. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be going there. Millwall is really interesting and quite annoying, if I'm honest, because... I haven't quite realised, probably because I'm ignorant towards Millwall, sorry, Donny, um, you know, the form that they're in, really good form. They're up to fifth now on the table, I think. And the upcoming fixtures are really good. They're away at Huddersfield, away at Birmingham, at home to Hull in 20. And then they've got the Preston and Sunderland double in 21. So the fixtures are really good for a team that's in form, which is quite frustrating, isn't it, considering... We're all planning for follow the leader. Yeah, it's just annoying that, like, because the way the the games have fallen, you just can't go there at the minute. Um, but can can we though? Like, because um, I know you two were having a conversation in our chat. It was either today or yesterday. I don't know what it was. Um, and Dan, you mentioned something about a double, and Angus, you said, "Is this because like, we overthink of these doubles?" You know, we think it's vital just because they've got two games. An informed Millwall play could easily outscore someone in the doubles, couldn't they? They could do, but it's boring, isn't it? You, you, want, you want a team that plays twice, really. I, like, for example, I never went massively in, in for the last double with Wigan and that. Uh, I only got the main play. I only had four doublers. Yeah, I didn't go big yeah. any, to be fair. Yeah. But there's just so many teams. You, we're going to play them. You're either going to play one of the big boosts. You, you need a lot of doublers in that that game week. It's a shame because like Fleming's an option. Malone's back in. Long the goalie at four point nine for a middle uh, for a Millwall side. But you just can't go there. But in twenty one, we'll probably have two or three of them. And it depends if people, what um, people are using. They could use one in 21. Those who haven't used Jeepers Keepers could come in there, um, triple, triple. Um, so I'm going to be looking at Millwall very closely over the next few game weeks. Um, looking ahead to that game week 21. Um, Angus, I'll come to you then for the South Wales derby. Swansea 2, Cardiff nil. No, that was say I haven't seen any of this either. Um, I was watching the cricket earlier on, so... I'll leave this one to you. Um, so we start with the lying bastard that is Russell Martin, who said that... Right. 
you've just swore I've done my best and that's why you've just made this podcast explicit. Thank you very much, Angus. Um, so do not moan at me. No, I, 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 mean, I would moan at you anyway. I think more people more people moan that you don't swear than that I did. Yeah, um, I think I should address that before you carry on on this. It's not <laughs> you or Dan or me. Um, we're now the official podcast of Gaffer, so I feel that was a great honour for us to be able to do that. So I said, well, they kind of encouraged me to not swear as much. Um, so, Sh- Sean, Joe, I have done my best. I can't promise anything going forward because the people want it. Okay? <laughs> Carry on, Angus. Uh, yeah, so uh, to emphasise the lying bastard that is Russell Martin, um, who said that one of <laughs> Ryan Manning or Jamie Patterson would be back in the squad for this game, and neither were. So uh, he, he said, oh, one will be back, but I won't say which. Neither were back. So uh, that was great. Uh, what, what is the point in that? There's just no need to be that guy, is there? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, uh, what has he gained from that, apart from just pissing you off? I, th- I think that's why he's done it. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. I'm, I'm slightly confused as well in that Cardiff went to the effort of getting Jack Simpson's red card overturned and then left him on the bench for this game. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it was all all a bit weird in this game. Um, And then the game started and uh, Callum Robinson, one of the best red cards I've seen in a long time. It's not a red card. It is a red card. I haven't seen it yet. It's not a red card. It's just throwing the ball in someone's face. It's not a red card. Ah, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. You can't just turn around That's and throw the ball down. in someone's face. You should no. You should move out of the way. That's no, not the problem. Was he couldn't because it was point blank. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I harsh. It's a derby. It's the first ten minutes. You no, ruined I'm the sorry. game. Just book him. You can say it's harsh or whatever. Counter-argument, it's so stupid it deserves to be a red card. Because, like, of all the things, like, especially because he stopped, it's after the play, and then he turns around and throws... Like, he's had time to calm down from whatever it was, and then he turns around and throws the ball right in Ben Cabango's face. So stupid that it's just like, and you've gained nothing. You've thrown the ball in his face. You, you, haven't, even, you haven't even done damage to him. If you're going to go after him, at least like kick him or headbutt him or something. <laughs> like Exactly. Do a Nunes and actually get sent off for doing something. Right, at least get your money's worth. If you're Angus, you're very off. passionate about this. <laughs> you're very passionate think, about this. I think it's harsh. I've obviously played too much Sunday League. Again, like to me, the biggest thing is it's just he just he deserves to be sent off for the stupidity of it. It's stupid, yeah. Um, and uh, you know the, the Swansea won the game after this. A uh, couple of goals. Um, Cooper got the first one, and then Obafemi after a really good pass from Grimes. Um, the other thing to point out: not the best refereed game. Um, Cedric Kipre got away with punching the ball away in his own area. Um, so that should have been a penalty. Um, <coughs> and I think there should have been another penalty as well. I can't remember. But um, 
yeah, not the best officiated game. Um, we're clearly not going to agree on the red card, but I think we can all agree that Cedric Kipre <laughs> punching the ball should have been a penalty. Um, and I'm not sure how the referee hasn't given that, given how blatant it was. But um, yeah, at least he gave over Femi a yellow card. That's the main thing in this match. <laughs> yes, um, it's obviously a big win for Swansea. They're up to fourth in the table now. And uh, Cardiff struggling a little bit in the last few. They're down to 20th. Well, Angus and Skin, like you calm down and relax <laughs> just for a second because it's a good segue for Dan to tell us about his bet that he had today. Go on, Dan. So I had a, a goal score and booking double. So I had uh, Obafemi to get uh, scored and booked and Keenan Davis to score and book. Fiver, 1,700. 1,700 quid off a fiver. And he didn't share that in the group before. He used to share them all the time. And then now you don't. And then, oh, I have one 1,700 quid. So let me put that in the group. You horrible man. Um, Angus, are you okay now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, let me talk to you about Cardiff and Swansea then. They've both got a double and 20. Cardiff have got Rotherham and Watford in the next two, and then they double um, as Sunderland away in Hull at home. You've obviously just mentioned they're not in good form. They're down to 20th. Um, safe to say, avoid. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the only ones that people might have convinced themselves to go with was Callum Robinson, and he's now out for three games, so... That's that one then. Swansea, on the other hand, I know we did briefly discuss them on Thursday. They've got Bristol City and Preston away in the next two. And then Wigan at home and Birmingham away in the double and 20. Do they tickle your fancy? Well, I included Ryan Manning on my game week 15 overhaul, thinking he'd be a good pick. He proceeded to get injured. And now I don't like he may or may not come back at some point. Um, the way Russell Martin is talking, so. Um, um, but yeah, I think I think there are options there. Um, obviously, <coughs> a few people will have been on Piro, uh, who then got himself sent off. Yeah. Um, is he? Is he'll be back for twenty though, won't he? He'll be Pirro? back by twenty, yeah. Um, but I the think the problem is. Um... Yeah, go on, Dan. Sorry, Angus. <laughs> uh, the the problem is um, they've sort of been rotating behind the main striker. Um, so I think a lot of people would have gone maybe like Piero because he was playing and Manning. But it, it's that thing again, like who do you pick for your third option? Um, yeah, I mean, that's part of the problem. You... I mean, I guess you could go with Latabodia, who's going to play most of the games at right wing back again. Um, Obafemi is probably going to play even when Piero comes back. Um, and, I mean, you mentioned um, Campbell when we were talking about Luton. You could probably make a similar argument about Matt Grimes as well. Yeah. I don't think Swansea for me. I'm not saying people shouldn't get a Swansea. It out seven, though. That's... I know it's not that I think they're bad or anything like yeah. that. It's just like I, I don't know who I'd pick, yeah. and the fact I've got to get three of them, I just I just don't think I could do that. 
Um, next game, oh Jesus, Stoke now Coventry two. Are we on at the moment? You, we... you're talking about this one after I've had to talk <laughs> about Lewin. Well, uh, God, where do I start with Stoke at the moment? Um, for this one, I took my little girl who's four years old. This was her first ever league game. I had to get to a cup game last year and a pre-season game up in Accrington, and she was okay. This one, for a full, well, I'll say full crowd, it's for where I sit. And, you know, 20 minutes in, I need a toilet. So, yeah, of course you do, yeah. I want a hot dog, all this. So, it's got quite, it was quite hard to concentrate on the game. It was it was quite annoying. But um, Stoke, again, first off, you know, we were good, but we didn't look like scoring again. Exactly the same as how it was at Rotherham. I know we weren't peppering them like we were at Rotherham, but we were controlling the game. We were looking good. Second off, we just dropped a gear and they hit on the counter. You've, you know, you've seen the goals. Alan's goal, Freddie's through from Amy. You know, good pass, good finish. Amy, brilliant footwork in the box, but you shouldn't have been allowed to get there. Um, and then a good finish. So take nothing away from Coventry. They deserve the win. But from a Stoke point of view, idiots like myself are on double Stoke and have cho- chosen Stoke. As You're well the only person yeah. on double yeah. Stoke. I will be, yeah, and I will be the only person on triple stoke come game with 20. Um, so, yeah, um, nothing to talk about Stoke-wise, really. I'm not going to recommend anyone. I think it's daft. Um, Coventry, obviously people are on them now. Uh, people will be on Wilson for Jeepers Keepers. They'd have brought in Victor if, this, if they already had him for triple-triple. Victor, he wasn't that impressive, if I'm honest with you. Um, he had a yeah, he wasn't that good. He told me um, apart when we played him over in the season. Yeah, he he had. I think I remember him. He didn't go through on goal, but um, he took the ball not past the defenders, but to the defenders like twice. Not Hamer was the best player. Casey Palmer was okay, um, but you never know if he's going to be fit or not. Dabo played decent at right wing back, but they were just. Um, I would have described them um, very well structured, let's say. Um, defensively, they were decent. And then they played to the strengths on the counter-attack. Um, so it would be interesting to see how they do in midweek because they do have the double and 20 as well, don't they? Which, if I'm just getting them up now, obviously because of the games getting called off at the beginning of the season, they do have quite a few doubles. They've got Blackpool at home and Blackburn at home. And then the doubles, Watford away, Wigan at home. So what would be your advice on Coventry assets? Because a lot of people probably going to have one or two now at the moment, aren't they? I'm going to be um, moving off of them. I'll, I'll probably pay um, Wilson. He'll probably be my goalie that week. Um, same here, same here. Buddy, I think I'll move off Victor. Um, I just don't think it's... It's going to be good enough. I think there's better teams for the triple-triple. I'm just not sure the third option. No, exactly. Hamer, obviously a Calum O'Hare come off the bench to a standing ovation from the Coventry fans, which was really impressive. But Hamer looks really good. But you know with him, there's a booking in there somewhere. He's like a little pit bull. It reminds me of um, Gary Medall. Do you remember when he was at Cardiff, yeah. the Chilean? It, it reminds me of him. 
it's just there at your ankles all game. So if he gets sent off again, it might be a five game. Oh. <laughs> I think Dabo played well at right wing back. If you're looking at defensive, but I just, it's one of them. It, it doesn't excite you if that makes sense. So I wouldn't get there. It's uh, I think I, I'd happily keep what is price. So I'd, I'd need to sell to take that spot. But their double then is they double in 23 with Swansea at home and West Brom at home. So I'll end up just selling him and bringing him back um, ready for that double in 23, I think. Um, anything else you two would like to add to Stoke or Coventry? No. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know who I'm coming to here now. Uh, I'm just, am I coming, who am I coming to? I have no idea. I think it's me. It's you, it is you, yeah. Right, sorry, listeners. Um, Reading 2, Bristol City, nil, Angus? Yeah, I mean... <coughs> Reading probably sort of needed this win. Um, it had been a bit tougher for them recently, and obviously this got them sort of back to winning ways. Um, you obviously had a loom open the scoring, and... Um, the, the sort of old strikers combined for the second one with Long setting up Carroll. Um, doesn't feel like there's there's a great deal to sort of you know say with these. I mean, if if you still have someone like Lumley, that's fine. Um, you know, there's probably better keepers, but at the same time they do double in twenty, so that is that is a doubling keeper. Um, Bristol City, if you're still on, get rid. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have a double either, so you, you need to get rid of the Bristol City yeah. assets if you've got them, don't you? Yeah. Um, Reading's, though, fixtures, Burnley away, Luton away in the next two, and then a double is Preston at home, Watford away. You just... You're not going to use them for follow the leader, are you? No. You're probably not going to use them if you're on triple-triple. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like, not in the next way, but just ignore them for now until 20 passes and then maybe have a look. Uh, so we won't spend any more time talking about them unless, Dan, you've got anything to add to it. No. no. Right, Maybe. last two games then. <laughs> Blackburn 2, Birmingham 1. Dan, your thoughts on these two? Yeah, so line up Blackburn... Uh, Pickering and Wharton came back in uh, for Brum. Bakuna started. Deeney was benched. Um, just another win at home for Blackburn. Uh, Gallagher, three goals in three games. Is he an option? And then um, I don't think they double, though, so no, probably not. And then Birmingham. Uh, they do double in 20, but. They're doing all right. They're doing better than I thought they would this season, but they're just not really any options there with the current boosts, I don't think. No, it's a shame with Blackburn that they don't double, so you're going to know that. So, Brayton Diaz, a lot of people may be on him. Um, so he's likely to be leaving people's teams now. Um, I've have I still got... Yeah, I've still got Pickering, so I've got to get rid of Pickering and Brayton Diaz. Um, my only issue with it, though, is the timing because they've got Hull away, so I'm probably likely to keep him for that in 18, 
and then probably sell ahead of Nighting where they've got Coventry away. Um, but Birmingham, they're another team similar to Reading. You know, they're not bad or anything at the moment, but you're not going to want three other assets for follow the leader, and you're definitely not going to use one of them for triple triple, are you? So that's the theme of the of this podcast at the moment is because we're all prepping for twenty. It kind of eliminates a lot of teams, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, are you happy for us to move on then to the last game? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Middlesbrough nil, Huddersfield nil, Angus. Your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, there, there's there's not a great deal on this, is there? Um, it looked like. I mean, the, the, I guess one of the main things to say is for the second game in a row, Middlesbrough lined up in a 4-3-3, um, with the most interesting part being that Isaiah Jones has played as the right winger in those two games. Now, obviously, we were talking last season when he started playing right wing back that he had come through as a winger. Um, so that's potentially interesting with him, and this might be... You know, with us thinking that Michael Carrick is about to take the job, this might be in preparation for what he wants to do. Um, it looked like they That'd maybe should have had a penalty, but apart from that, um, there wasn't really a lot to speak of from this game. <coughs> um, well, okay, I'll start with Huddersfield then because, you know, no disrespect to them, but they are shit. Um, They've got, they have got a double. They've got Millwall at home, Sunderland at home, and then Blackburn away and QPR away in the double. You're not going to go there, are you, with anyone at all? So let's just bypass them. Middlesbrough are interesting because yeah. they're not the Middlesbrough we expected at the beginning of the season, but the fixtures pressing away in Holloway, and Bristol City at home and Blackpool away, they are great fixtures. And if you, if I said they had them fixtures for this boost in pre-season. You'd have been licking your lips at that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Ready. Triple middle three. Um, but can we go there for follow the leader or triple triple? It's it's tough. I think it's probably easier on triple triple in that you can put yeah. Isaiah Jones in there and in particular, I would say, particularly with it looks like he's going to play on the wing in this system. Um, so he in particular would be good for that. For follow the leader, you probably can, um, but it's a little bit tougher because while this change of system is potentially better for Jones, it is looking to be worse for Giles. So that's the trade-off. And obviously I've got Giles and not Jones. (laughs) Um, So it'd be a bit tougher, but I think they're not the worst option, particularly with those fixtures for follow the leader. You just have to find sort of where where your three, third option would come from because I think you could still go with those two. It's just then where you find your especially third option from. Especially as some people still do have both of them, and if you've got both of them, yeah, I would be going. I would if I had both. I'd hundred percent have Middlesbrough as one of my teams. Yeah. Um, I could do because obviously now with Sai Jones, he's really appealing, especially playing right wing to bring him in. But if we're going to go for a third asset, who is it going to be? Crooks. Get him in. <laughs> Matt Crooks? Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he's 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 served his suspension this weekend for his fifth booking, so you know that's out the way. <laughs> I 
What about what more would you consider this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm just asking the question. I wouldn't go there myself. But from the highlights over the last two weeks, he's quite, let's see lively. That's probably the best. What more does this, doesn't he? He has yeah. games where you don't, and then he'll get two in a game or, or four in three, and you're like, where did that come from? Yeah, but let's let's talk about the fact yeah. that Duncan Watmore is one of the most frustrating players to watch in the championship when you have no interest in him doing well. Now imagine you had to watch him in your when he was in your gaffer team. <laughs> yeah, no. How many open goals did he miss for you early in the season, Angus? When you oh, had Giles? God, at least three. From like when with Giles putting it on the plate for him. See, I might just wait one more week because I'm in a position now with my um, follow either where I've got double Watford and double Stoke. God, it kills me saying that. <laughs> uh, so I need to bring in one more each, and that's two transfers in eighteen. I need to start. I really need to make my moves for that third team, and really, I've got to decide this week so I can start them. Um, but Middlesbrough they're going to do my head and I want to take that gamble on them I just don't know if I can I just really don't know if I can but it'll be interesting um, anything else to add guys? no um, no I don't right, think so. we'll... no okay right let me get the Twitter questions up then um, there they are um, no particular order, I'll go through them as I see them. Um, I'll go to each one of you in turn, if that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, Angus, FPLB has asked, is it essential to use follow the leader on players who will double? I assume most will do so if you don't. You could actually lose ground over the period of boosts. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, so while I always say nothing is essential, I do think if you're using it on players that aren't doubling, you're not using the probably the best boost to its full potential, which I think would be a mistake. So I think, personally for me, I'd, I'd want to make sure that I was using it on nine players, so making sure I had the full three triple-ups and ideally speaking that they were all doubling as well. Okay, um, Dan, Billy Hadaway has asked two questions. I'll ask you the first. Preference for triple-triple in 21 with Millwall and Sunderland or 23 with West Brom and Coventry? 21 would require a minus eight to bring in Fleming, Cooper and Clark, whereas probably could do 23 without hits. I'd probably do 23 without the hits. Um, yeah, the minus that- eight. What's what's your what's your um plan, Jamie? Because obviously, me and Angus play triple triple this week. You're probably in a similar situation with Billy. Yeah, because obviously I've used my cheapest keepers this week. I've got to find a week which suits my team the best. Use triple triple, and I'm just on the fixtures at the moment. Obviously, you got that double and twenty one with Millwall, um, and Sunderland, and then. Who is it in 23? West Brom and Coventry both double. If I'm honest, 23 is more appealing to me. 
Um, I know what, what I've just said about Millwall, though, is interest, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. But if it's just West Brom, it just depends how they look. It's also, you've got that crazy gap between the two uh, fixtures for um, in that double. Ah, of course, yeah. Millwall and Sunderland. Yeah, I forgot about that, you know. Um, I, I generally don't know. I, I haven't made a plan for it. I'm just going to assess it. I'm trying to get through 20. Once I'm out of that, um, we'll cut, you know, if Millwall is still in great form, um, I'd likely go to 21. But then, you know, I'm going to have to take hits to do that because I'm not going to have any... Um, I'm not going to roll before 20, so I'll have to take hits to maximise it. So, yeah. Um, so you'd say you'd say twenty three. So you don't take the hits, Dan. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. take the hits. Um, and his next question, Angus, um, is another cheeky one: Pedro and Lad or Dykes and Kamara slash Cathcart for game week twenty. Follow the leader. Jesus. Um... So he's definitely going to keep PR in Watford. Yeah. By the looks of it, he's just. Which way is he going to do it? I, everyone knows I love uh, Big Linden, but I think I'd probably give the edge there to Pedro and Laird. Yeah, I think I'd agree. I think I'd agree on that one. It's just whether when he's got to go for it. Well, but Pedro started today, so that's a positive sign, isn't it? Because yeah. I wanted to have a look to see. Um, when he'd get straight back in the team. So, yeah, I'd agree with that, Angus. Um, Dan, Andy, FPL Mode has asked, in your opinion, when and how would you use Follow the Leader? Which three teams and triple-ups would you target? So, it's been the theme of the podcast, really, hasn't it? It's definitely 20. Yeah. Um, but just to answer his question, because he's been kind enough to ask it, um, if you, I'll ask you both, actually. Not what... Yeah, what three teams do you think are the best? Not necessarily who you're going to go for, because it depends on the structure of your team, but who are the three best teams to target for it? I, I, I think I would probably definitely go Watford and QPR. And then I I think it is team dependent. For me, I'm going to take Sheffield United. I think Luton are an option, Swansea... Coventry. There's, I don't think there's a set answer. I think it's more team specific when you get to the third one. I think. I don't know what you think, Angus. Yeah, similar. Okay, nice and easy. Um, Angus, I'll come to you. Chris Simmity just asked which three teams will get relegated. I want to answer this as well. You can ask. Go on. I want to as well. Uh, Dad, buy me a minute because I haven't looked at the table, so uh, you probably have clearer so thoughts reckon, on this than me. Yeah, Huddersfield, Rotherham, yeah, yeah, and the third one's hard because I think Coventry, West Brom, and Middlesbrough get out of it. I'm gonna go for Hull. Oh. See, I was just looking at the two. I agree with Bordersfield and Rotherham, definitely. As looking at Hull, I think Wigan. Could do. 
But I, you know, like you say, you know, it could be Hull, it could be quite a few. T- it could be Stoke. <laughs> um, it, it's that tight. Though. I was looking. Um, Coventry are on sixteen points. Obviously, played less games than everyone else. And then Millwall and Sixth are on twenty six. It's ten points separating playoff to relegation. Yeah, I keep thinking that West Brom, Middlesbrough, and Coventry will get out of it. So Huddersfield are in quite a lot of trouble already. Yeah, and Robin, with like I mentioned, with the next five of the six games away from home, they they're going to drop like a stone. I think Robin, you you're free, Angus. Um, so I think uh, at the moment I'd have to agree on uh, Huddersfield and Rotherham. Uh, in part because I could really see them getting dragged into it if the goals dry up. Uh, I'm going to say Bristol City. Yeah, that wouldn't Very shock good. me either. That actually wouldn't shock me. So you know, they teared Luton apart when we played them early in the season. Very yeah, weird side. Because it's the Nigel Pearson side as well. The problem. Yeah, be interesting. Right, next question then, Dan. Um, Shilabadabebe has asked, you know, this person asks a question every single week and they've never actually wrote in and say, this is my actual name. So, Shilabadabebe, can you just let us know your name? So, I don't have to do that every time, please. Um, a lot of his name is like Clive or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if it's a man or a woman or yeah. someone who doesn't identify as something, as a toaster or whatever. Um, but they have asked, which do you prefer for game week 20 double? Um, QPR defence or one defender with Dykes? He already has chair. So basically he wants the triple QPR. He's got chair. We briefly discussed it, but just to answer it quickly, Dan. I'd go Dykes. Dykes and a defender? Yeah. Okay. And they've asked another question, Angus. I'll come to you. Um, should we avoid players on four yellow cards? Oh, it's so difficult. <coughs> so, I mean, I, I, part of the reason I didn't go Bidwell in 17, for example, was that he was on four yellows. Because um, it's like I was saying with, you know, with Morris earlier, if he doesn't get this booking, is you could end up with him getting booked in the first game of the double. Um, and, uh, that would be amazing. And and then and then it's just pointless. Um, I think if a player is on four yellows, it's probably worth trying to delay bringing them in a bit uh, until closer to twenty to see a, if they get booked. Uh, Ahmed Odovich, he's on four and he's he's going to get booked. So it's yeah, be a but I think if, 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 if you're buying new, like I, th- I don't think you need to sell players if they're on four yellows. But if you're buying, no, no, you can't I'd, do that. I'd probably, I'd try and wait and see if they get that fourth yellow, and then make a decision if they haven't got it by the by the double. I hope it all causes chaos. I do, I really do. Just utter chaos for it. It'll be fantastic. Um, Dan, I'll come to you then. Um, my my Hodgkeys. Um, we've already answered this question, but I'll. I'll just say, anyway, which three Watford would you fancy for game with 20? We've gone through that, haven't we? Um, yeah. But thanks for listening and asking a question, Mike. Um, oh, God, I can't say this guy's name. Jouchim Jeans or Geens? Sorry for butchering that. 
Um, planning for triple triple in game with 20. Who are your main captain picks for 20? Now oh, that threw me off because I've literally just been looking for follow yeah, the leader. I thought about game week um, 20. And obviously you two are on it now, so you haven't um, considered it. <coughs> um, so, wow. so. Bree. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Dan? Yeah, uh, definitely Saar and Chair. Maybe like a Piero or Buffemi. Saar and Chair definitely. And um, Tyrese Campbell, he's going to come good at some point if he doesn't get taken off after an hour when we're losing. Um, oh, God, another name. Oh, I'm no good at this. Here we're coming to Angus. Um, Petteri. Anunen, apologies for that. Um, which teams to target double game with 20 follow the leader should start buying those teams in next? Yes, you should, Petri. Um, we have discussed that. We have given you all the options. So take your pick and I hope it goes well for you, my friends. Um, who, who am I actually asking next? Because we've had... Dan, was it you? Yeah, go for me. Carl JB has asked, am I up Pedro for upcoming fixtures? Already have Saar. What do you think? And is Saar, Sam or Pedro the best three to go for? So, again, we've answered that really, haven't we, with the Watford talk earlier on? Yeah, I'd probably go Kamara over Sema. Um, okay, nice, easy question for you here, Angus. George FPL has asked, if you had all of the boosts available, what do you think is the best for game with 20? Follow the leader. <laughs> and he's also added underneath follow the leader would probably be eight players benefiting I, I don't take, know take the extra hit to what get means. nine yeah absolutely get nine in and enjoy yourself um, last one then Dan um, FPL Berwin has asked Coventry, Watford, Middlesbrough are these three okay for follow the leader in double game week 20 yeah yeah um, so, yeah, it's, it really has been the theme for the podcast, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be over the next two weeks as well while we all start preparing. But I think, you know, now we're all prepping. We've done a bit of prep. Some of might have fell into it a little bit. But now really is the time to start making their moves to get nine players if you're playing that boost, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm really interested with it being a new boost. Obviously, we don't know how it will score. We're, we're thinking it's the best of the sets, but I'm interested to see how it compares to the people who are playing playing triple triple. I think follow the leader is the best one to have in twenty myself, but it'll be interesting. And it's similar with this week, like with you guys on triple triple and me on follow the lead um, Jeepers keepers, which which will turn out the best. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I'll stop rabbiting on there about nonsense. Um, anything that you two would like to add before we leave? No, just um, obviously the game week's not over. Um, spaces Thursday, probably. Yes, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Do something before the weekend's game. Yeah, I've got a long weekend. I've got a nice trip to Norwich on Saturday. Um, Norwich away. Yeah, we've got Norwich away. Um, and I'm going on what we call the party buzz this time with um, Ash from the group chat and a couple of others. 6am pickup. 
You're going to be paralytic. Um, yeah. Last time I went on this coach was years ago. It was Crystal Palace. And they nearly didn't let me in the stadium. They had time to go get some food. So I just walked around the corner and ended up coming back in. But yeah, it was a mess. Um, so I'll be on over on Sunday. So I'll enjoy that one. Um, so what was I did want to say something. What was it? Ah, right. For you guys and the listeners. I need to say it quietly because my other half is upstairs, but she's playing gaffer ice. Uh, and basically, I'm basically doing a team for it. I'm ranked 337th. And let me just log into her team. She's ranked 187th now. Should I just fuck her off and just take over her team and call it mine so I've got something to play for? Or is that a bit harsh? What do you guys think? A, it's a bit harsh. B, I think it would be funny <laughs> to see if you can overtake her. I, I wouldn't be able to overtake because I'm basically doing the moves anyway for it. Like, I play that one very sensibly because I know she'll moan if I do something. She's got my team. I end up with, like, I'm going to end up with triple stoke. But I wouldn't do that. But I'm, I'm doing that very sensibly. So, um, I won't take over it just so I can say I'm nearly in the top 100. But <laughs> listeners, tweet me and let me know what should I do. Because I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say, oh, I don't know what's happened. Like, why you can't log in anyway? I'll change all the details so she can't go in. I, I don't know what's happened. I'll tweet the guys, see if they know, and then just <laughs> keep liking it for weeks until she just gets bored and just doesn't bother with it anymore. That's the part. You said she listens to the pod, Janie. No, not anymore. Well, you won't let her now. She's beating you. <laughs> no, she just, she just has, she'll be like, she's two she hours. Yeah. And I'm like, did you listen to the pod? No. I thought, That's your fault then, isn't it? It was all covered on there. I've had a chance to listen to it, so you have. I mean, she says she can't. She works, man. She's watching Netflix all day while she's pretending work. Don't tell me you can't put the podcast on. <laughs> but yeah, enough of that. Um, right, that will be a wrap, isn't it? Good luck for the rest of what we're in, 17. And hopefully we'll see you at Spaces on Thursday. So thank you and good night. Goodbye. Bye.